This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast, where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rug Dog, Bob, Connor, and I'm your host, Big Z, to talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. It's a week away from the NFL draft. Woo! We got oh, UJ, we got Bob, yeah. and we got Rudd Dog, and we're ready to go. We're ready to talk some draft. But first, the NFL schedule finally released. Uh, it's, it's always an, I mean, ESPN literally has two hours to talk about the NFL schedule being released. <laughs> and, and that doesn't yeah. tell you about the power of the no, NFL, okay. that they can have a two-hour show about the schedule being released in prime time, no less. Yeah, while the while the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs are going on, <laughs> and we sit there anxiously waiting for it. Yeah, those things are we're, insignificant. We're just they train monkeys. Comparison. So before so before we break down the schedule and get our comments in, I'm just going to run through it really quickly. So week one at Arizona, week two at home against the Chargers, week three at Philly, week four at home against the Chiefs, and then a week five bye week, yeah. and then week six at Green Bay on Monday night. Our only primetime game. Week 7 and week 8 were at home against the Vikings and Giants. Then week 9 and 10 were at Oakland and at Chicago. And then week 11, at home against Dallas. Week 12, at Washington. Week 13, at home on Thanksgiving against the Bears again. I love it. A little redemption. Week 14, at Minnesota. Week 15, at home against Tampa Bay. Week 16, at Denver. And week 17, at home, to win the division, to get the first round by Woo. the Green Bay Packers. It would be crazy to be 16 Wait, we won't have a wrap, wrap I thought we were going to have the bye by the Chicago game at uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Don't be so pessimistic. Jeez, Z, man, what happened Easy. to you? I, some Kool-Aid, I, can, dude. I can just really Personal. imagine the Lions having that final game of the season against Green Bay and beating them and getting over that hump that we've tried to get over for so long. I just pictured in my head, like, beating Green Bay would be sweet justice in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. It's always good to beat them. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, uh, I'll just throw it out to to the crew here. Uh, I mean, first impressions on the schedule, maybe we, maybe we get... Let's break it down this way. Matt Fisher says the season is, like, in four different parts. You got the first month, the second month, the third month, and the fourth month. So, let's go over the first month. At Arizona, at home against the Chargers, at Philly, and at home against the Chiefs. Those are two brutal home games for us in the first month of the season. Yeah, but they are home games, and that's the important thing. So I just hear two easy wins. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, you know, we're supposed to have a weaker schedule, but, uh, I mean, looking at this thing, uh, I don't think they did us any favors, really. Um, aside from Arizona, Oakland, and uh, uh, Tampa Bay, maybe. The Red, you know, I don't know. Redskins are well, yeah, that's, great. That's but, true. I don't know. But, I mean, there's, there's a lot of tough games on there. I, I mean, mean it's great at the NFL. Every game's tough. But, I mean, it's, it's not an easy schedule. Three of the first four games are against playoff teams from last right. year. Right. Exactly. And we, that means we got to come out strong right in the beginning. We have to. Not, not like we did last year. 
Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Though and, we are, I mean, we had the second toughest schedule to begin last year, which ended up as, like, what, the 17th or something like that? Now it's starting off as just closer to the 17th toughest. So, I mean, who knows what it all means at this point. Yeah, and and I think this year we'll be a little more together than we were at the start Oh, of yeah, absolutely. Season, so. Yes. <laughs> Shouldn't be quite well, it's good we're starting out with Arizona. Running. You know, uh, I mean, to be honest, yeah. uh, I think we should crush them. <laughs> I mean, it'd yeah. be a great. It's a good first game. Yeah, because they'll, they'll have a rookie head coach and most likely Kyler Murray. Uh, um, yeah. But they, if not that, then Josh Rosen, who's playing <laughs> under a first-year head coach. Yeah, starting against rookie quarterbacks has never necessarily been our best case scenario. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, it's a good point. Last year. I recall, you know, who we have Darnold last year. What yeah. started the 0-16 season was it? Uh, Matt, uh, Matty Ice from uh, no, it was Matty Ice from you know BC starting his first game ever for the Falcons. Oh my God! And, he, and it's right. that oh, was yeah. a great start to the season. I'm just You're saying, going way back. That was like ten years ago. Whatever, you know my point. <laughs> that was Owen sixteen yeah. year, right? Owen sixteen. Yeah. yeah, we were so excited for that year until like three passes in. <laughs> um, the second, so yeah. the one thing I don't like about this schedule, I hate it. At least from a thinking about my own player standpoint, is the Lions getting a week five uh, bye week? Yeah, yeah, that was the one thing before the schedule even came out. I was hoping for a later bye, <laughs> and and that yeah. did not happen. <laughs> Get an early one. Not good. Yeah, so October 6th, uh, that's the bye. So you guys make sure you do whatever you have to do that weekend because that's you get a weekend yeah. off. But yeah. I will say this about the schedule, though. Um, we only hit the most road games in a row we have is two. Yep. Uh, Oakland and Chicago. Yeah, and uh, nice. that means we don't have a long road stretch like, like in previous years. So it's kind of split up nicely between home and away games. And uh, I think that's good. That part of it's good. I'm they also... are um, at Washington and then come home for Thanksgiving on a Thursday. So that's a really short turnaround. Yeah, I, it is. I know we didn't get a lot of primetime games. I mean, by saying that, I mean we only got one. But at least it's early in the season. So we're probably going to get like three or four flex games to Sunday night, you know, after they realize we're the preeminent team to win the Super Bowl about halfway through the season. So, yeah. Probably get eight, eight or nine no flex games, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Like the, I, after the whole second half of the season. I, I've never <laughs> seen this on a schedule, and I'm really curious. Um, week 16 at Denver. It says Saturday, December 21st, or Sunday, I know. December 22nd. Right. Make a, 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 what is that? <laughs> well, that makes sense. So that's after the college season ends, and, you know, they're, they're juggling the schedule around. I, I kind of get that. But... <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I've never seen two different days a game could possibly be on, though. Well, you know, it's the NFL, that's, man. They're... That's well, bizarre. Are they looking for, yeah. like, a prime Saturday night game? Well, like as, as Bruce Willis said in uh, Armageddon, now you have. So is that, Oh, is that is that is oh, that, 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 that's that it? That a takeaway line from Armageddon? Wow. It oh. stuck with me, I thought. <laughs> wow. Yippee-ki-yay. Yeah. 
That's not from Armageddon. <laughs> no, but it's at least a memorable quote. Uh, yeah. You know what I like about this schedule as well is that the uh, we get the Bears at home on Thanksgiving again. Yeah, I, I agree. It. I want it. I mean, that means especially something to us a lot because just because we we live in Chicago and we're Lions fans and it's right. a little rough and being surrounded by these idiots. Or, <laughs> um, oh, Scott Fire, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, to have that Sweet Justice back would be phenomenal. And I, I see the Lions significantly improved. And I don't I, – I just think the Lions are going to be better than the Bears. Maybe that's I, – that, I mean, it's going to happen. I think that's that too. Happen. You know, these, these damn experts, you know, none of them. I, I think the experts are these computer models and everything have us all going 6 and 10 again. I, yeah, you just, I just talk honestly about damn do not idiots. see that. I just don't see that at all. But I know, ridiculous. Yeah, well, how are they modeling it before they we even draft anybody? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. 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 Right. I mean, we, we, we did pretty good in free agency, I thought, and everything. And, I mean, I – What's got me excited is that our defense. At the second half of the year, we had one of the best defense in football, period. And and we're only going to get better now with Trey Flowers and a couple of the other additions. We're, it's going to be a scary defense. It's going to be good. Yeah, no doubt. It it will be. And then we just got to get the offense tweaked right. and the Super Bowl, here we come. There we go. That's it. Easy as that, guys. Easy sure peasy. So, Bob, Rudd Dog, UJ, do you guys have any other comments about this schedule in general? I like ending with Green Bay because it's been like an eternal frustration to fall short of the division in these freaking Green Bay games at the end of the season. <laughs> I want to rectify that for once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, last year we just screwed up our draft position by crushing <laughs> yeah, the, end of the season. But, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't care. True. I'll take the crushing of Green Bay anytime. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but 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 Green, Green Bay's been uh, a win for us lately. So yeah, like what's it? Four or five in a row. Years now, ago, because right? Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's crazy to think so, about. I know. Let's keep it going, boys. I want to eat their lunch. What do you? It's like cheese. Yeah. What are they, Doyle yeah. About? Cheese and beer. What are they? Uh, yeah, not very good. I don't know. You gotta think it's like on their heads. It's kind of weird. Though, yeah, you just reach up and cut yeah. a slice off. Well, I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll have more comments on the schedule as the draft happens, and we can kind of break down the rosters and everything like that, and the impact, and we'll give our predictions later this summer before the season starts. When we that's we'll look back at the schedule then. I mean, the schedules it is. We knew the opponents already. It's just when it's happening. Is the only thing. I mean, I mean, yeah. the one thing I want to note, and I point this out every year, of course, is that our counterparts at the Bears, the Bears, no matter how bad they are, they always get at least three primetime games, it seems, every year. And the Lions yeah. never get any respect. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be honest, no we haven't earned no it yet. At all. <laughs> well, actually, we had, like, garnered, like, a little bit over the last – three or four years, I felt like we were finally, like, starting to get, like, a regular flow of primetime games, and then, like, we just hit a really bad streak uh, this last couple of years, and now it's like, oh, back to square one. Yeah. Yeah, one last thing about the schedule. It's kind of cool that the Chiefs are coming to town just because they're just <clears throat> such an exciting franchise right yeah. now, and 
be nice to see the matchup against them. It'll be fun uh, to body slam them into the next century. Oh, yeah. But, uh, should be fun yeah, to watch. Will. Oh, yeah. I love it. The Matt Patricia defense going against the Andy Reid hey, and Patrick Mahomes. We're going to send we might, Patrick we might see, Mahomes. We might see Kyler Murray and Bad. Patrick Mahomes within the first uh, couple of weeks. So that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. That's Super really cool. exciting. I love it. I love it. Uh, bring it on. Bring it on. Absolutely. Come yeah. on. <laughs> um, okay. I, I think we've had all our comments about the schedule. And now we're ready to move on to the main event. Of the offseason. That's the NFL draft. It's happening in a week from today. Our Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And for this, we've decided that each of us are going to have our – we're going to do a mock draft, but only for the first three rounds and just for the Lions. So, like, who do we think is reasonably going to be there for the Lions and each of their picks? Um, I want to point out the Lions have the eighth overall pick in the first round. The second round, the 40 – so they have a pick in the second round that's the 43rd overall pick. And then in the third round from Philadelphia, if you remember last year we traded Deshaun Hand for a third-round pick this year. Then we got it back by trading Golden Tate to Philadelphia. Deshaun Hand. Yeah. We traded we, – We traded man. our third-round trick, third-round pick this year for Deshaun Hand last year. Oh. Yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> you, Jay, do you even watch the Lions? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't confuse him. What are we talking about? Mitch Trubisky? Confusion? All right, all right. Anyways, we had the 88th overall pick. And that's I had a moment. Round. Hey, I'm old. You guys are young. Come on. So we have the 8th, the 43rd, and the 88th overall pick. And now each of us is going to go around and we're going to say, who do we think the Lions are going to draft in the first, second, and third round? So, you, Jay, you sounded like, uh, in our text thread before this, you sounded most prepared. I'm going to start with you. Are you at I'm least ex- more excited? Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, man. So, now, we're just going to go around and say, who do we think the Lions are going to get in the first this, round? This isn't necessarily who I would want. I'm just kind of thinking this is how it may play out. Yeah, that's and, what we uh, want. We want a prediction, not who okay. you want. Uh, I think uh, Devin White will be gone. I think Ed Oliver will be gone. Quinn and Williams will be gone. I think some of the, the top guys that we would take there will be gone. So I say our first pick's going to be TJ Hawkinson, tight end out of Iowa. A three-down oh. tight end who can as an excellent blocker, uh. a great receiver. And it's like having another lineman, having a tight end that can block. It's going to help our run game and our pass game that much more. Number two at 43. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Second, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, Am I getting ahead of myself? We're going one round at a time. We're going one round at a time. All right. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. All right. See, so you guys feel that enthusiasm just seeping through. <laughs> I just want to go, man. I just want to go. <laughs> so, Red Dog, who do you have in our first, as our first round draft pick at eighth overall? Oh, man. Well, I've, there's like a handful of exciting players that I would love to get. I've been on the Devin White bandwagon all along, but I can't help feeling that it's going to be Montez Sweat. I think the guy is going to fit our defensive scheme really well. I, I think he's he's got some nice ability in the run game and that he has uh, like an infinite ceiling when it comes to potential as a pass rusher. So I just feel like that's going to be the guy. Infinite. I mean, like, when you have wow. a guy who 
who has broke broke the D line, you know, forty yard dash record at six six, two hundred and sixty pounds, who is solid in run defense already, was consistently affecting the pass rush game in college. I mean, at twenty two and a half sacks in two years, I just think that you got a huge potential guy there, but his floor is going to be solid because he's a hard worker, and at the very least, you'll get a stout run defender. So that's who I think they'll end up going with. All right. All right. That is a popular pick for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Bob. Bob, up you. next. Bob. Right. Well, I'm going, I'm going with the guy who I think could very well still be there is Devin White. I think Devin White nice. is who they should take. I think he might be maybe available there. Um, a lot of people compare him to Jared Davis, and and they think that's a pejorative, but I think that's a positive because Jared Davis is a hell of a linebacker. That's the truth. And he's fast. He's even a little faster than Jared Davis. And what he does that Jared Davis wasn't good at is pass coverage. He's a a good pass covering linebacker, and he also. Um, they use him on the blitz a lot. He had 70 uh, pressures in the last two years. So he's a, a hell of a beast. Sideline to sideline. And I think uh, he'd be a perfect That's player. who I want. I just want to make clear. Basically, <laughs> who I want, too. But I would love to see that pick. All right. I like it. I mean, I know you guys would like to see that one a lot. I'm obviously not maybe in the same circle as you on that one. Wait, is it Brian Burns coming up? No. Okay. I think I know this so, I actually have a curveball here. I kind of took liberty with the eighth overall pick, and I think the Lions are actually going to trade back. Whoa. That's cheating, oh, man. Yeah. Ah, cheating. I, I knew you guys would say that, but I don't care. I'm saying what I'm going to say. I Rules think the Lions – I think the Lions trade back with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to trade up for a quarterback. The Bengals had the 11th overall pick. I either see the Lions trading with them or I see them trading with a team in the 20s. And I see the Lions taking Jonah Williams, the uh, right tackle from Alabama to play guard for the Lions this year. Mm, That's my The Bob Quinn loves his first-round offensive lineman. I have no that problem with that. I don't matter about that. I really, really, really yeah. wanted to take TJ Hawkinson in this. Uh, he might be available at 11. So he might uh, be available because that's right in front of Green Bay, and Green Bay is mocked heavily for TJ Hawkinson. And it would be kind of fun to steal him right before Green Bay, quite honestly. But I really think Jonah Williams has uh, been well in this offense. Uh, what are we getting for this? What's, what's the cost of these trades? Um, you would, we would definitely get a third and a fourth. At least, and then we probably would give back. We'd That's probably it. Gi- we'd probably give back a fifth. Yeah, we were trading back three it? spots in the middle, in the upper part of the draft. Just stay where you're at. Uh, I'd say a second rounder, man. Yeah, a I, second rounder would be great, but I personally wouldn't. I wouldn't see that happening to trade three spots back. I I heard uh, somebody had a mock today with the trade, and they said that uh, they had the Lions going to eighteen, and they had them picking Greedy Williams. I no. saw that one. Uh, if he fell that far, that would be cool if we got him. If if we went back that far, I forgot what they they. But it was a better I've trade. I've been seeing Greedy Williams more frequently thrown into the second the round these days. Uh, I have not seen Jonah Williams in the second round in almost any mock draft. Greedy Either. Williams. Oh, either yeah. vibe, but he's still all over the place. Uh, 
No one yes. can seem to agree yeah. on him. I'm, I'd, yeah. I'd want to stay away personally, but well, I'd feel better. There he seems than out of the rest. top five for sure. Well, some people think he is top five. Other but... people think he's late first. I don't know. It's, it's such a wide a variety of opinions out there on him. I personally think he's a mid first type of guy. Who are we uh, talking about? Yeah, Greedy well, that's where he would have been. Like greedy. greedy. Okay. Now, Jonah, I love that pick, man. If we got him, yeah. That that yeah. line would be oh that'd be studly, I would love to see that personally. Yeah, he lived in the belly of a whale. <laughs> you did, <laughs> and if you can survive that, come on. That's you're, true. You're that's, tough, that's, that's yeah, that's high praise. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, we're moving on to the second round now. This is where it gets a little more interesting. This can go yeah. anywhere, really. Okay. Um, I'll I'll go with uh, let's Bob. Let's let's see what you got for your second round draft pick. Bob, second round. All right. Now I had uh, I went defense in my first pick. Second pick, I am staying on the defensive side of the ball. I got Michigan State product Justin Lane at defensive end. I would love that one. I would love that one. 6'2", 192 pounds, great ball skills. He's got quick feet, and he's he's not – he's a 4 or 540, so he's not blazing fast, but he's got decent speed, And uh, but he's really physical, and he's uh, he's able to he – he started as a receiver with Michigan State when he first came in, mm-hmm. and they transferred – they switched him to a defensive back freshman year. And uh, so he's got good ball skills and uh, a lot of pass breakups. I, I think he'd be a perfect fit. I like him too. I, I really like him as a player. Uh, if we could pick him up, that'd be great. I, I mean, I just love that size. Like you said, 6'3", 185. I mean, that's extremely, extremely helpful. I, I, and I think Matt Patricia likes that size, a quarterback, to be quite honest with you. And that's a really – I mean, that's a really yeah. exciting pick. And some of these uh, physical receivers now, he'd be able to match up nicely. Oh, absolutely. So. I, I, I personally didn't – I don't know if anybody else has him in the – in this uh, second round, but I, I actually had him already going by that time. I think somebody's going to really fall in love with that size and pick him up either late first round or early second. Especially a team like the Cincinnati Bengals right in front of us. Hmm. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll be around that area, I think. But I'm hoping. Agreed. I'd like that. I like All it. Right, UJ. All right, uh, I went tight end in the first round. Second round, I'm going defense. And uh, this might be wishful thinking, but uh, I'm hoping that we'll see Mac Wilson, linebacker from Alabama, 6'1", 240. Did the the 40 and 479 at the combine. Uh, Rare instincts and ability to cover tight ends. This guy's a good in pass coverage, and he's a thumper, which we could really use. You know, someone in the middle that can fight off – Offensive lineman and guards and and play the run hard. Uh, he'd be a, a real thumper that we we just don't have right now. And uh, plus, he can cover the pass. So I just think he'd be a fantastic addition as a second pick if he's still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And God only knows that the Detroit Lions love their Alabama defensive players. Indeed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if, if you're going off my mock draft, where we get Jonah Williams in the first round, and then we go off yours with Mac Wilson in the <laughs> second round, that's an all Alabama first and second round. This is draft Alabama guys. There you go. Do that. 
<laughs> they, they seem to turn out well for us, so I, I wouldn't be complaining yeah. about that necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, so you, you think the Lions are definitely going to – or do you like the idea of the Lions targeting a linebacker in the second round? Uh, I do. I think it could really use them. Uh, I think we can need to uh, strengthen up that area a little bit. I think uh, Jordan Davis is fantastic, but he needs a little bit of help. Well, when we get Jordan Davis on the team <laughs> – Yeah. Uh, what did I say? She <laughs> said Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Davis. <laughs> you guys remember how old I am, okay? Making fun of me. <laughs> uh, UJ, last week you talked about uh, complimentary, comp- complimentary linebacker to Gerard Davis. And is yeah. that what you see Mac Wilson as? Is he that complimentary linebacker? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Devin White, I think, would be awesome because you'd have two just the fastest dudes out there uh, covering the whole field. I think this guy gives you a different uh, kind of look. Uh, he's supposed to be excellent in pass coverage. They say his instincts are rare. I mean, really good instinctive player. And plus, he's a thumper, man. This guy can come in and attack the run and take on blockers. And that's something we don't really have. So, just to I go just off that be... point right there, I just want to define what you mean by uh, instinct. Well, I don't know. This is uh, th- these are the reports I'm reading about the guy. Yeah, but when so, you hear that, what do you what do you think of? Well, I think a guy can anticipate plays well. He, he studies the game. Uh, he, you know, kind of gets to know what receivers are doing. That's probably why he's so good in pass coverage, because of his instincts. So that's what I think of, basically. Anticipation. Mainly. Yeah. Go on, I guess. Is there more? Um, <laughs> no. I just no, I thought that was pretty no. – Pretty good. I don't know. I like it. I like. I you know, just some that word's thrown out a lot, so I just wanted to kind of define it for the listeners here. It is, but they don't uh, say it about every player. And uh, yeah. and a few of the reports I read really like this guy's instincts. So when I think of instincts, I don't even think the player that comes to mind usually for me is Peanut Tillman. Oh yeah, he that yeah. guy like saw the game in slow motion. I feel. Just the way he can strip the ball or punch it out, it was amazing. So, yeah. I know. I always think of Teddy Bruschi, a big linebacker who wasn't necessarily the fastest guy, but he made a ton of picks for the New England Patriots back in the day. Mm-hmm. He just always put himself in the great spot. Kind of like Kyle Van Noy does, does for the Patriots. <laughs> but uh, uh, he didn't do that for us. No, no, no. So. All right, Rudd Dog, who do you have as your second round pick? Okay, this for the might Detroit be... Lions. Oh, we're not picking for the Bengals? Damn it. Um, no, uh, this one is probably a little, maybe a little bit of a reach, but, you know, you never know how the draft's going to fall out, so. I'm going to go with it. Uh, I'm going with Ohio State wide receiver Paris Campbell. Um, I just – I think if this would be uh, a great addition to our wide receiver core because it would add something that we haven't had since (laughs) Titus Young or uh, freaking – I mean, Calvin Johnson sort of, but not really even, but like a true speedster who can take the tops off of defenses. A guy who ran a four three one at the combine. Plus, he's six feet, two hundred five pounds. He's not just a little guy. I mean, if we could get a guy a speedster like that, I feel like that would change the whole dynamic of our offense. Since right now, 
We got tall guys that we can throw jump balls to, but that don't necessarily get much separation. A guy like this, I feel like, would really just complete our receiving core and then, you know, let uh, – with a little uh, quick guys underneath, what's his name? We got uh, Amendola. Yeah, let him do like some of the underneath stuff. But a guy like this, I think, would just would just change the face of our offense and what we are capable of doing. That that would be that's who I'm going with. If we manage to get that, I'd be so psyched. So what I have to say to that is, so I, my second round pick now, I'm gonna is, is Ed Oliver. <laughs> I'm joking because wow. there's no chance in hell the Lions are going to get Paris Campbell in the second round. Uh, well, saying, why don't you just trade I, up, Zach? Well, like I saw you did Paris the first Campbell round. going as late as New England at 32. I, so, I mean, we're, what, eight spots behind that. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I, I could see him in the second round, but not not as far back we're as we are in the second round. I mean, I'm, I'm just but, saying, fine. If not him, then I want the other fast guy, Andy Isabella. No. I want Quinn and Williams in the second round, all right? Shut, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> this is a mock draft. You have no idea how things are going to fall. Just, you know. Yeah. I know. I, I know. I mean, Paris Campbell just tested extremely well. He's being mocked constantly in the first round. I don't I don't yeah. see him getting out of the first round. Personally. That's fine. You you might um, be right. Well, uh, I am right. Um, NFL.com NFL. has him as a second rounder. Second round. You never know. It's in the realm. Yeah. If he fell to us in the second round, I would grab him in a heartbeat. There's no doubt about that. Hey, Big Z, this is, uh, you know, Rudd Dog's draft, man. Just leave <laughs> yeah, him alone. Man. <laughs> leave me alone. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm being mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, All right. I'll give you my second round pick. Um, I went back and – yeah, now that you've crapped over his, let's see what you decide. I know, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Um, I'm going to go with the all-time sack leader in NCAA history. His name is Jalen Ferguson out of Louisiana Tech. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this man? No. He's, he's no, the all-time sack leader out of Louisiana Tech. I mean, the guy. Uh, that doesn't sound like the best thing ever, but it sounds okay. Not horrible pick. <laughs> I'm actually agreeing with Tom Mishay on this one. I, I, I'm trying to pull up his stats right now. Uh, but he's 6'5", 271, 34 and a half inch arms. Not too bad. I mean, but the, the, I mean, the guy just, he makes plays. He had 45 career sacks in Division One. Right. Granted, that's at a slightly lower level, but I mean, the man just makes plays, and I I just like getting a playmaker like that in the second round. I think it's kind of rare to find, and that's that edge guy that I want for the Lions to get at least as a rotational guy as a rookie, and then I think he can really become something later on. Did he even do the combine? He uh, did not do the combine. No. Oh, uh, if they if they draft him, I'll be like. Yeah, they'll throw a lot of people like <laughs> that'll, for that'll a be loop. my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make sure you're filming Bob, Bob's reaction yeah, sure. on the second pick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, none of you have ever heard of this man then? Yeah, I, I actually read about him. He, he, uh, he's I've, he's I've pretty impressive. I didn't and, know much about him. Yeah. I, I just like getting those playmakers, especially when you get past the first round. The guys that have proven to make a lot of plays. Uh, and have those certain instincts that we talked about uh, in the second round or later. What do you mean by instincts? Yeah, can you find <laughs> it, <right>? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I'll put my definition. I, uh, my, my definition in things is just a guy that that can read, that can see the play. He, he can read it. He's very intelligent, knows where to go, is in the right place at the right time on the football field at all times. I, I feel like um, who's the linebacker on the Panthers? Uh, Keekly. Luke Keekly. Right? That's a guy that has good instinct. He just is, His nose is constantly around the ball, and he's making plays. Yeah. Indeed. So that's what I – I mean, that's what I think. All right. So if he's not as good as Luke Keekly, then he's got terrible instincts. <laughs> I'm defining it for you, all right? All right. So <laughs> let's, let's go see. on to the third round, and let's see your picks. We'll start with Rudd Dog this time. All right. Uh, if this pick happens, I'd also be very excited. And I, and, I mean, I still think it's it's in the realm of possibility because, uh, but Kyler I, Murray, <laughs> Kyler Murray is my third round pick. I think he's too short. Yes. I think he's not going to go in the first two rounds. No, no uh, I'm going to go with someone slightly taller. Uh, he's six two actually. Uh, and that is Penn State cornerback. Uh, I'm going to take a shot at this name. Amani Aruarie. Um, Something tells me that wasn't completely correct. Uh, no, that was phonetically accurate. But um, six two, two hundred five cornerback, kind of did great at the combine. Four four seven, uh, good solid player. Uh, he, I don't know. I mean, he just blew up the combine. Great size, good speed. I'd be psyched to get him to compete for that cornerback two across from Slay. And if we can get him in the third round, that'd be a, I think that'd be a great pick. I've seen him going that far yeah. in some mock drafts, so before you shit on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's what I like. I think that could be a good one. That yeah. would also address one of our, like, biggest remaining needs. That's fair. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I personally don't know too much about him, so I'm glad he brought him up. Uh, Does he have good him. instincts? <laughs> Only as defined by Webster's Dictionary. So, I don't know. Uh, Bob. Bob, who do you have in the third round? Bob. All right. Round three. Now, um, Rudd Dog, you were talking about Andy Isabella in the second round. Mm. I think he'll be available in the third round, but I don't want to take Andy Isabella. Oh. I. But I I do want to go to the offensive side of the ball. Offensive side of the ball. Um. Normally, in the third round, you want a St. Rita High School product. There isn't one available there. Nothing nothing falls in that area. But there's a guy from Tinley Park who went to Notre Dame. Yeah. Miles, Miles Boykin. Oh, oh Miles Boykin. I yeah, like it. Notre Dame from, you're getting run dog at yeah. UJ. Very excited. You got over me here. all excited, yeah. man. Holy cow. No, no he – I mean, uh, four four two forty. The guy, um, he he is he didn't put spectacular numbers up, you know, like um, in college. But I don't think because he didn't have Matt Stafford throwing. True. And I think in in the pros, he would love he would love to work with somebody he, like Stafford. He was a great target though was for Indy. So. Yeah, yeah, but they, I don't think they used him as much as they could have. And I think he, they could use him a lot more with the Lions. So mm. I think he'd be a good fit. I love it. All what do you guys think of him? Too. You guys saw uh, for, you guys saw him a lot. I love any uh, Notre Dame guys, pick uh, right away. He was the, but, he was their biggest playmaker at receiver. Oh, year, easily. So. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic I mean, playmaker. The guy can make any six, kind of catch. Six five, 
So good. Yeah, I had a I had six four two twenty on him, which if six five is even better. But, oh. he's, but he's a big guy. He's a big guy. He's tall and he's got good range, good uh, catch radius. Yeah, yeah. My numbers so were exceptional. Actually. Four four two, as you said. Yep. Except for the bench. The bench was terrible. Except yeah. for that, yeah. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you don't have to really bench press when you're catching footballs. So, so Rudd Dog, let me ask you since. You would take Andy Isabella over him, even though you like him a lot? Um, well, I like him a lot, but I feel like uh, I don't think he brings anything exceptionally different than uh, Kenny G or uh, or um, Jones, Marvin Jones either. So, I mean, we got two, two tall receivers that can run pretty good, but don't necessarily get the most separation, and I can see him falling into it. I mean, he is a little faster than Kenny G, but – not a ton, and I just don't see him getting a ton more separation. I just want someone who, you know, really makes safeties feel like they got to be on lookout every time he's on the field. It's, it's, yeah. it's not so I, much that the, the receiver is what they bring. I thought uh, Andy Isabella is just a little too small. He's going to get knocked off the line a lot. Bob, I'm going to completely disagree with you because my third-round pick is in Andy Isabella. Well... A four three one forty tied for the tops in the combine. I mean, I, that got me. Yeah. I, that got me really excited. I knew this guy was pretty quick, but that quick got definitely took me over the edge. A twenty four point one five twenty yard shuttle and a thirty six and a yeah, half inch vertical jump. Beautiful. I don't know. If technically, he's considered a dwarf, but he's on the scale. <laughs> he's, he's just, How tall is he? He's five nine one eighty eight. He's five nine one eighty eight. But you're yeah. going to put some weight on when you go to the NFL, at least a little bit. I, I, at least 10 pounds. As long as he can run really fast. You just got to eat some cheeseburgers. That's so, the key. This year, this year, his senior year, 102 catches, 1,700 yards, 13 touchdowns. Those are unbelievable numbers. I don't care what school you went to. He went, he went to UMass. Uh, well, you convinced me I want Miles Boykin now. But he had 170. <laughs> he had 170 receiving yards against Georgia. So, I mean, he the guy has done it against top competition in the past. I just yeah. love the idea of that elite speed again. Remember when we had Javid Best? I know he's a running back, but well, like what he just having a guy with that kind of speed on your offense yeah. does. It's just I agree. It's yeah. a difference it maker. Things. This is what I want. We have Marvin Jones, deep threat. Kenny Galladay, deep threat. We got um, Amendola in the offseason. He's that little white slot receiver, you know? Yeah, yeah. We need guys that can get separation. And this guy, I think, can definitely provide that separation. And we need a guy who can catch up to Stafford's passes that he overthrows all the time. There you go. Oh, the haters are out. No, it's just he does that a lot. Come on, you got to be honest about it. He did it to Calvin all the time. <laughs> it wasn't always the strongest suit. If if Stanford um, gets back on like he was, come on, we've all seen it. I'm not. <laughs> so, UJ, who do you have in the third round? Okay, uh, I'm going with a Notre Dame guy too. But I'm going yeah. back to defense. I'm going Julian Love, cornerback. Mm. I like it. 5'10", 195. His 40 wasn't exceptionally fast, but he was really productive at Notre Dame. He was always around the ball, had a great nose for the ball. I watched every Notre Dame game, so I saw enough. And he actually broke the record at Notre Dame for most passes broken up. So that tells you right there he's got our keyword of the day, instincts. 
So uh, I, that would be my third pick. And plus it covers uh, a need uh, at corner. I like that one a lot. He could definitely compete for number two across from play too. I think he could. I like it. He's, he's yeah, a good – I don't mind that pick. I don't mind that pick in the third round. I re- I think is that I really cheese Tabor two point oh. Know what I'm hearing here? <laughs> no. Well, at least he's in the third round this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, I really see the Lions going wide receiver in the third round. I don't know why. I can't get that out of my mind. And this is like the perfect spot to pick a wide receiver. Unless you get Paris Campbell in the second round. Hey, let me. Hey, uh, <laughs> I know yeah. we're talking uh, first three rounds basically, but let's just throw some names out there that are other possibilities for later rounds. We don't have to be specific about a round. Go for but it. But the only reason I'm asking, I'm saying that is because you guys are talking about wide receiver or speed. There's another guy in Ohio State called Terry McLaurin, uh, six foot two oh eight, ran a four three five in the forty, and he also had a very productive Ooh. career. So he's maybe just a tad slower than your guy, but uh, that's pretty damn fast. Four three that's, five. So well, that's a job at best Ram. And and they're saying he, you know, could be anywhere from four to six in that range. Uh and and I can't remember his catch numbers, but they were pretty decent. And uh he's got that kind of speed, you know, that that uh yeah, we seem to want. Making speed. Yeah. So you know, I just want to throw him out there. I like that for a later on pick, heck yeah. So Terry yeah, Terry McLaurin, you said, correct? Yeah, correct. Wide receiver, six foot eight, ran a four three five. So that's pretty fast. Yeah, I like it. So, um, if you want his stats from last year, thirty five catches, seven hundred one yards, eleven touchdowns, twenty yards per catch. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> eleven I touchdowns mean, is a lot of touchdowns. In the, eye. the the touchdowns and the yards per catch is is huge. Yeah. It's not a huge yeah. number of passes, but you know. Well, that's where, like, that's why I was thinking I could see Paris Campbell falling just a little bit because his numbers in college, I've, I've read, weren't the most spectacular for what everyone expected out of him. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any? Does anybody else have any other names to throw out there? Post. I like. I like the round? idea if, if. Oh well, I mean, I don't know about post play round exactly. I was just saying if, if Chase Winovich fell through us, yeah. hit us somewhere that, point along the road, I would not be mad about it. That's who I wanted for the third round, but I think he'll be gone. Did, by that. did you read the uh, some of the stuff they wrote about him? They they think he just wants to be uh, Mr. Hollywood or something like that. Did he kick the he's, puppy? He's got, some, he's got some weird uh, like. Uh, Loves himself a lot or something. <laughs> it, worked, it worked for Mark Gastonov for a couple of years. You know? I, no, I, hey, I wouldn't mind seeing the guy either, but it's, they said some weird things about him. He could be like our version of the Boz. Yeah. Maybe. Would it, yeah. Would he be our Clay Matthews with the hair? Well, they compare him to Clay Matthews, actually. I definitely see that. Actually. I see that a lot. Yeah. I mean, not just the hair, but I mean, the, the, way the they style play. of play. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Uh, okay, I'm going to throw a quarterback out there. Ooh, I like it. Because, uh, you know, we may draft a quarterback because, you know, they like Quinn likes to draft one every couple of years. Jacob Dolagala out of Central Connecticut State. Dolagala? Anybody heard of this guy? No. No. 6'6", 235. Extremely productive career at Central Connecticut State. <laughs> Well, but, <laughs> but, but he, he but apparently he's, be, 
apparently he's been getting a lot of buzz uh, lately with his te- you know testing and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm just throwing that name out there because uh, as a late round pick, yeah, uh, he's got right. that pro size, you know, six six two thirty. I'd also like to throw out a couple like running back potentials, like uh, wait, Benny wait, well, Snell or uh, or Dexter Williams. Uh, those two guys. Yeah, I I want to throw out one more quarterback since you're on the quarterback uh, train, though. Okay. If you want to talk about NFL size, I got a guy for you right here. Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> His name is Tyree Jackson out of Buffalo. Yeah. He's 6'7", 250. Yikes. DM, maybe? Right, a 4'6", 40. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the guy's an athletic freak. Uh, he His numbers are all over the place. He played in the MAC uh, for Buffalo. He lost the MAC championship to NIU. Uh, he, he 55%. Uh, completion percentage, largely because he just chucked the ball deep. If you watch any of these Buffalo games, I don't know about you guys. I love Maxton Tuesdays and Wednesdays uh, on ESPN. They're phenomenal. Uh, uh, it's just great to have football middle of the week uh, during that time of year. Anyways, I, I, I digress. Uh, 3,100 yards, 28 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. So he's he's kind of a wild card, but this is definitely a guy with just like the athletic traits to – it would be fun to have him as your backup. I like the idea of him. Guy like we've been getting at backup quarterbacks who are like little little guys with noodle arms coming out. <laughs> like, I agree with you there. Wait, what are you talking about? We have Tom Savage. I yeah. I didn't say I'm not. I said the guys we I meant the guys we've been drafting. Kellen Moore. I'm telling uh, Kellen Moore and uh, Hey, Kellen Moore is an offensive coordinator now. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like, well, yeah. And uh, who was the other one? We had a couple guys like that. <laughs> well, we drafted yeah. Brad Kaya, who's floated around practice squads throughout the NFL. No, they arm. <laughs> um, Jake Rudock. Oh, yeah, yeah Rudock. Yeah. Now, now he's quarter, uh, backup quarterback for Jim Caldwell and the Miami Dolphins. We draft great quarterback, wow. future quarterback coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, as far as your running backs, I do like those uh, Dexter Williams. Oh, Elijah, Benny, Hol- yeah. Elijah Holyfield is another name to throw out there. Oh, Snell, yeah. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> it's amazing. He has a tattooed on his abdomen, Snell, yeah. That's the crazy part to me. A guy like that on our team, that would add some energy. <laughs> Well, it, would, it would do something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would have, like, little kids, like, drawing with permanent marker on their stomach, Snellia. <laughs> no, just getting real tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Halloween costume. The- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, right. Uh, perfect. Going as get a grill, get some dreads, and uh, write Snell on your stomach. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, boy's right. Anybody else uh, sound interesting to you guys out there that you maybe would see in a later round? Gotta be someone else. Uh, I was looking at uh, Michael Dieter out of Wisconsin, Lyman, the guard, six five three zero six. I like the prospect of drafting some more late off- I, offensive linemen. If we could get him like in a fourth yes. round or so, I'd like to see a guy like that. I'd say fourth round is where I expect us to start hitting up a O line personally, unless we get a great like yeah, prospect yeah. lineup earlier on. But that's where I think Drew Tranquil, linebacker Notre Dame. I think he was a really good he's player. Big bodies, late. I agree. 
Yeah, for sure. And there is that Taki Taki guy that we discussed last week that I think could definitely be somebody to look at in the fifth or sixth round from BYU. You, the right. linebacker. Yeah. Do you guys think we have some sort of obligation, though, to, you know, if possible, draft Darius Slate ton? You know, so he can go against, practice against Darius Slay on a regular, business, regular basis. Can you, can you expand what, on who that is? Wide receiver out of Auburn. <laughs> His name is Darius Slayton. Okay, come on. It's like, it's oh, like we have no choice. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Matt Millen picked for worse reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why are we bringing him up? Come on. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Bryce Love? Know. Do you guys see him as a, as a potential pick at some point? Man, line? his name is – I've, like, followed a lot of these mock drafts, and his name, like, doesn't really pop up until, like, the second round, third round, which is crazy to think because a year ago, uh, before this last college season, he was a surefire first-round draft pick. Well, the the draft I'm one of the mocks I was looking at has him going at like one thirty six in like the fourth round. I mean, oh, for the, who are you I talking mean, about? Bryce Love, the running back out of Stanford. Oh he, yeah, I know. He, yeah, he's so hard for people to kind of get a pin down in the. Well, mocks. he got he got injured his last year, and he he wasn't as productive as he as they thought he'd be. He, he's just right. doctor's dropped. That's all. He's still but pretty he, talented, so. That's the kind of guy, though, you get late, and if he finds his old self, you know, he might get a real diamond in the rough. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think that's a good place for us to kind of cut this off. Uh, we listed a lot of uh, really good names here for the Lions to target, and it's just fascinating. <laughs> I, 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 would, I think we said this before. I just would love to be a fly in the room when they're discussing who they want to take on draft night. It, it would just be fascinating. Can't wait to see Bob's reaction when he picks at the end in the second round that he never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Uh, get that on film. Get a, get a webcam on that one. <laughs> It'll be honestly disappointing if they don't pick him now and we don't get that footage. So. <laughs> looking out yeah. at Beeline. But I, I, you guys did an awesome job, but I got to say my three picks are the best. Devin White, Justin Lane, and... Uh, Definitely love the Devin White Blake pick him. in the first so. round and the Blake in the third. <laughs> I just don't think Devin White's going to be there by the eighth pick. Every I, his, I'm his thinking the same trending, thing. His stock is trending way up. And, and and Bob, I would love to see Devin White. I mean, I would love to see Devin White, but I just don't think he's going to be there. That's who eight. I want. Yeah. That's who I want. I just I'm I don't know. Read the All tea right. leaves, you know. Uh, if his stock is raising, you guys got to leak some stories about him. <laughs> I once heard he picked a puppy. That's horrible. I would never pick a guy like that. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap this up. On that note, yeah. For the night. Uh, all right. Great, great mock drafts to all of you. Uh, Except maybe the Paris Campbell one. I'm still iffy on that one right now. <laughs> Don't lie. If we got if it happens, you'd be happy. So if it happens, I I I want to say I'll do something, but I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. If it happens, <laughs> you owe me yeah a nice breakfast. Oh, okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a hot yeah. restaurant. That's, that's heavy. <laughs> wow, you guys are really 
<laughs> can we can we do that on the air? That'll get really people. To what do they say? What's the common one? You know Here's what? I'll eat uh, bull testicles. I'd rather have breakfast. Okay. Wow. Get a breakfast. Bull testicles. If the, the get, get, if the Lions get Paris Campbell, I will eat bull testicles. The fact that you volunteered no. for that Can just, just worries me. <laughs> yeah, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> no one even brought it up. Just, right I feel like, <laughs> is, is buying me breakfast so repulsive? <laughs> I'm saying a bull, bull testicles are a common like bet thing that people put down sometimes. I've never heard that. That's so weird. <laughs> He volunteers for it. I think they're cooked. You can like, you can eat them. You just, you know, frowned upon. Obviously, let's, let's be honest. Big I hope like, they're cooked. Big seems like that's one more thing I could check off my bucket list. Then. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a good place to wrap this up. Uh, Stay tuned uh, next week when Big Z eats bull testicles on the radio. <laughs> wow! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, the draft—it's next week. Uh, it's on ABC this year on Thursday night in prime time, and prime time means seven o'clock. It starts at seven. Ah. Uh, and we're all, right. we're all excited. Uh, last thing, are we, do we want to have a podcast right after the first uh, night? Yeah. We could do like an emergency podcast. Yeah, exactly. I just want to get the listeners, you know, ready to, to know that they're going to have a, an immediate reaction to the Lions first round. Yeah, this with year. the first pick. Yeah, let's yeah, do let's it. Do let's it. Do quickie. It. I like yeah. it. Okay, so listeners, be prepared. Uh, we're going to react to the first round draft. And maybe and we'll react, obviously, for the picks after that. But definitely we'll have an immediate podcast because this first-round draft can go anywhere. It's really exciting. It's the best uh, time of this time of year. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Wow. The Lions schedule's oh out. There's hope in the air. And it's all going to come to fruition after the Lions draft this year. So thank you, Bob, Rudd Dog, UJ. And thank you all the listeners. We really appreciate you coming on and listening. If you like what you listen to, please share, please subscribe, and please leave a review. We really, uh, we love you guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. And most importantly, we love our Detroit Lions. So last but not least, go! Go! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go! Go. When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.